When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Razabani for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Delighted to have with me on Zoom, Fabio Wardy. Fabio, it's been a minute. How we doing, mate? It's been a while, mate. It's been a while. Do we ever actually do face-to-faces or do we only ever do Zooms? I swear, like, obviously I've bumped into you a number of times at events and shows, and I don't think we've ever done a face-to-face. We just do Zooms, don't we? We just do Zooms. Fine. Fuck it. It is what it is. We have that relationship over Zoom, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we can conduct ourselves professionally when we're together. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's what it is. Uh, How are we doing? Good, mate. Yeah, good. Feeling good. Feeling tanned, back from a quick holiday, soaked up a bit of sun, so ready to roll, mate, ready to get back in the mix. What is the current kind of status update with you uh, in terms of coming back out in the ring? Uh, end of the year, late end of the year, will be November, December time, something like that. Obviously, it's been confirmed for me, Nathan Gorman, for the British title. That's all done, signed, sealed. Um, in terms of a date and the other little details, they still need to be worked out. But for the most part, that's all locked in. So that's the next one for me. Um, I don't know if Nathan might have a little something on the interim. He might ha- do something on the in between. But I'm just, I'm just training through and through. Is that a zone fight? Yeah, zone and matchroom. So partnership, obviously with Wasserman, but zone and matchroom. You feel like this is now the first test, the first stage of the stage. Obviously, there's many stages, European and world, but you feel like this is what you've done so far. Has 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 that is that enough for you to to be successful in this stage? Yeah, that's what it, that's what, what that's what this is. Almost not the acid test because I've had a few other different tests, but this is the one to see. Okay, let's see what he really has. Let's see what he's really got in the bank. Let's see what he, in situations he can really deal with and and how far he can really go. That, that A lot of that depends on how well, how easily, maybe even how hard I deal with someone like Nathan Gorman. Um, so, yeah, this is kind of the first big one to see, is he ready to step into that new level? We know Nathan was with Frank Warren for a, for a period of time. Obviously, he then went and 
took that loss to Daniel Dubois. He's gone away, recovered, come back. What have you made of him so far uh, during his career? Uh, during the, uh, the Frank Warren section of his career, it was a very good section of of his career. He was having some good wins. He was in a really good place. He was fighting quite a bit. Um, it was it was always a little bit difficult because he was he was always a little bit in Daniel's shadow. It was always quite obvious that Frank kind of had Daniel as like the star boy, the one to kind of headline the brand, as it were. Um, which is a shame because now Nathan's a talented fighter. Um, so maybe he didn't get always the limelight that he should have, but he's a very good, very good, solid, well-rounded fighter. Interesting, yeah. That, that, I think that's a great fight for the British fans. It's, it's what we want to see, you know, British dust-ups not marinated for 20,000 years, but, you know, taking place quite soon and when both fighters are young or fresh and fighters can come again if they lose. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and Nathan's a prime example of that. He had his British title shot against Daniel, lost, came back, He's had a few fights and he's got another go at it. So, like, if, God forbid, the same happens to me, it doesn't mean I'm over or done for. I can just go again. It's just, we're seeing that that stigma is, that stigma of that oh and done is, isn't gone, but it's definitely fading a lot more now. You're seeing a lot more losses and people coming back and then winning and getting themselves back in and people are jumping straight back behind them. So, it's it's good either way. It does remind me of the early James DeGale, George Groves, that fantastic rivalry where they had a great fight and then George won, DeGale lost, but they both, DeGale actually ended up becoming a world champion before Groves did. Mm. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny how, it's funny how it can work out sometimes because a loss can spur you on even maybe to take a, like a bigger or harder fight and just really throw yourself in the mix and then you win that and then next thing you know you were you're two or three steps ahead of the person you even lost to so there's there's a lot of situations this could end up in for either of us well it's probably a reason i to do a zoom it's a it's a big fight week in the heavyweight division a man you've shared the ring with outside of a, a professional fight obviously we know you sparred anthony joshua alexander Usi. both men went face to face for the second last time ahead of the weigh-in, which is in, on Friday. What do you think? Everyone I speak to is like a bit left, a bit right. Some are more Usyk. Some are saying you should support your Brit. Um, what's your stance? Yeah, that's always my initial stance is you should you should support, or whether you should or whatever. But I always lean towards supporting my Brit. I want I, I want I want AJ to win. He's, he's a Brit. I want him to bring that belt back. He's done a lot for boxing. I think he deserves to have hold of that belt, but does my heart and brain think he actually will is a different question entirely. There's a lot of factors going into it um, with Usyk and how he's looking. He looks great, but obviously with everything that is horrible that's going on in Ukraine mentally, is he in the right place? Has he been able to have the right training camp? Who knows? AJ with a new trainer, has he had long enough to implement them new things? Does he have doubts in himself? There's just so many little bits that can play off each other. It's probably why you're getting so many responses of people saying, oh, I think a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Do you feel like everything that you just mentioned is is almost irre- irrelevant? Because when you're under those lights and it's mm. just you two, th- there's no... You're zoned into each other. It, what happens on the night, especially in the heavyweight division? Yeah, yeah, massively. I do think it is, but that's the, it's 
that those little bits are the whole point of we do this are those little talking points just to play around with the ideas of give it a reason as to why maybe Usyk started really slow or was he not mentally there or or was or was why did Joshua keep getting clipped with the same shot was he not listening to his trainer properly that's the we find those little things for ourselves when realistically in that ring not much matters it's, it's a very simple simple engagement of just me versus you how much do you want it how much do I want it have you trained harder than me have, have I trained harder than you there's very small factors really would you say a victory for either fighter comes in the form of either a Joshua stoppage or points or do you think the reverse could happen as well Mm, I don't think Joshua can outpoint him. I do think there is the possibility of Usyk stopping him, but not like a Deontay Wilder-esque clean you out kind of stoppage. I think a, a purely a fatigue stoppage of wearing through and him and Usyk just unloading combination, punch, 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 punch up to go, which you saw in the last fight, the, in literally the last 30 seconds. He, if there was another minute and a half to that round, he could have taken a knee. The ref could have jumped in the middle. So you could see a possibility of a situation like that happening again. Johnny Nelson made some comments this week where he got a bit of backlash, uh, where he said that Anthony Joshua, if he if he loses, could walk from the game, could retire. Now, to give some contents around that, he, he, what he was trying to say was that he wouldn't want to play second fiddle. You know, Anthony Joshua's been at, at the top level of the boxing. We know if Usyk wins, those belts can get fragmented or... You know, Joyce is close to uh, a mandatory, uh, so is Dubois. Um, so he might not want to just fight people for the sake of it. He wants to be right at the top. Um, what did you make of those comments? Yeah, that's fair. I think with Johnny, the thing is with Johnny, he said some outrageous things in the past now. So then when he says something that's maybe just a little bit on the line, but you need more context to understand it, people just jump on it straight away and go, oh, Johnny's doing the same old thing again of saying something outrageous. I don't think that's, particularly left field I think he does have a point in saying that Joshua has won the world title twice he's under a shitload of money maybe just go you know what I had my go I'm good I'm, I'm I'm intact I'm healthy I'm cognitive I've got everything why do I keep putting my life on the line like what for like I'm good it's no problem there's no shame in that either like so I think that's more so kind of what Johnny was getting at but the way sometimes he delivers stuff doesn't come across like that. No, absolutely. Final prediction, what happens on the night? Someone wins. Of course. Might it. Well, someone might not win because it might be a draw. That is true. Um, I'm not sure. I, I think I I would still back Usyk to win. Um, like I said, I think he looks in great shape. I think especially with, I think, with the Ukraine thing behind him, I think that gives him double focus, more to fight for, more to really... Because you've seen him all the way through Fright Week, he's had the, the Colours of Freedom top on the whole time. You saw at the um, press today, he was singing the singing away, singing the... It wasn't the national anthem, but it was a freedom song of, of Ukraine and stuff. So I really think he's just... He's really carrying that weight. And I say weight, but I don't mean it as a weight. I mean it is... It's, inspiration, this encouragement. Um, and I think maybe in situations where it might get a bit rough and tough, I think that might carry him through. 
Fury's retired. Is he staying retired for the 434th time? Oh, mate, who fucking knows? I, don't, I ain't got a clue, mate. Is he retired? He retired the other day, and then he did a video the next day calling out Chisora, and then he said, you know, actually, you know what? I'm done. This is it. Oh, retirement life. I'm eating chicken dippers and chips. And then the next day, he was on, like, a 10K run with Joseph Parker. Like, what, what is he doing? Who knows? Like, I think we all, especially people in boxing, are well aware until it's like you see it done and dusted kind of thing. Just, I don't think most of us believe really a word he says in, in that sense anyways of, of what he's planning to do with himself and his career. Do you feel like that the fact that the Ring magazine have acted quickly and taken the belt back and obviously put it on the line for Usa Joshua is more of a stronger sign that he might not come back, if I may, say, if I may use the word stronger? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so, but I think also if he does come back, he'd come back for the winner of that fight. So I don't think he, he's too fussed. He'd just go, okay, have that fine. I'll get it back when I decide to come back. Like it would, it would be his mentality, is what I think. I don't think, but I think it's good for him. Then I think, I think other governing body, well, WBC have given him, I think, a week or ten days. I'm about long. So it's nice that, that no one's just sitting and waiting for him to dictate. It's people giving him deadlines. And making it so, because otherwise it just gets stagnated. If you can't just sit on a belt and go, I've retired, and then everyone he still gets to hold on to the belt, that's that's a joke for boxing. It's unfair on those that are fighting, working, chasing their dream. He's holding them up for no reason. So it's good that it's nice to see that different governing bodies are making the moves. Uh, a man's name you just mentioned now, Joseph Parker, announced takes on Joe Joyce in, a, in another great heavyweight fight. A clash mm. of styles um, on Queensby Frank Warren show September twenty fourth in Manchester. Um, another tough one to pick. Uh, not so much, maybe. I think Joe. Which one? I, I do. I think Joe. I think, I, and that's not. Oh well, yeah. Which one? Sorry, um, Joe Joyce. <laughs> I think Joe Joyce. I just think he's he's too much. I don't know if Parker, because even with the Chisora fight, Parker didn't look a million dollars. And I'm not, and it's also difficult to look a great against Chisora. But there was moments in that fight where he could have finished him, could have cleaned him, could have got rid of him, could have got him out relatively early and didn't have that killer instinct, that bit to get rid of him. And... And we've seen the worst thing you want to do with Joe Joyce is carry it out, is go further, is go rounds, because he's only, he's he's not going to slow. He might even get stronger throughout the rounds. And for someone like Joseph Parker, who can't seem to finish his dinner in that sense, that's dangerous. No, absolutely. We look forward to that fight. But obviously before then, Joshua Usyk this Saturday, live and exclusive on Sky Sports pay-per-view. It's a great fight for the fans. And it'll open up the division even more, hopefully. We don't like rematches either sometimes, especially immediate. But yeah, Fabio, thank you for giving me a little bit of your time, my man. And yeah, let's hope and pray that our next one is face to face. <laughs> definitely, mate. Definitely, mate. Always a good time. I'll catch you soon. Fabio Wardy, IFL TV. Thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network.